Welcome to T Dolder. Welcome to T Dolder. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're telling What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Solo Degenerates Podcast brought to you by Resilient Real Estate. Go see Adam for all your needs. Uh, Inland Empire, buying, selling, um, any kind of real estate you have. Adam's the best. Go see him. Um, we're happy to be here. Wow, let's get into it, boys. We have a lot of jam-packed episode. We got the normal crew with B and K Morg. What up? Chilling, chilling. I'm hungover as hell. No, by that's the way. good. Just disclosure. Okay. Really yeah. hungover. All right. So that Just by yourself? Like, Oh, no, you Angel Game. Angel Game. Oh, nice. Night. Great game. Yeah, we had it. Otani had that opportunity. Full count. Two outs. Two men on base. Down two. Hit into the shift. How about the jackass closer from the Red Sox? Do you guys see that? Oh, yeah. Octavino. Fuck that guy. He he went for like, because yesterday was Otani's birthday. Mm -hmm. Otani smokes a ball into the shift. One hop off the guy's chest. Guy throws him out there in the game. It was like 101 off the bat. He said, happy birthday, bitch. When Otani was running down the line. like tight. All right. Oh, screw that guy. Like, what's your problem with Otani's like the nicest guy in the world? Like, you don't know that. He, he portrays it. So yeah, I don't he's know. He's a scumbag. He could be. He could be. But that's a topic for another day. Um, <laughs> Until like gets leaked. Yeah. On Toe podcast. Yeah. Exactly. I, we, we're the one who breaks the news. Exactly. He's a fucking scumbag. He's just piece. the biggest piece he's of shit. Piece. So um, last couple of weeks we've been dropping two episodes a week um, and kind of going over the every other week. This week. Uh, we're going to go one long. We're just going to keep going for you boys uh, and girls. I know we have some girls to listen to, but we're going to keep going until we run out of content. we got a ton of stuff to cover today. Um, we have a huge, huge UFC card this weekend. Um, we had some news drop in uh, NCAA for football. Actually, all sports, but mostly football. We want to talk about that part of it. Um, as well as some other little things going on. Um, and And just dropped today. Our next episode will be Bold Predictions, boys. Yikes. Oh, my That's God. Big. Football yeah. season's almost here already. That's crazy to hear. Bold, I mean, we're doing Bold Predictions a little bit later. I think it's about almost the same time we did it last year. Yeah, yeah. around the same time. But that's our biggest episode. Like, I love it. Bold Predictions got aggressive last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was screaming involved. Mac had the best Bold Prediction of all time. And the hit. greatest. We'll talk about that the greatest next time. But, let's get yeah, into this. We tune, got, we got a lot of topics this week to start Tune going. in. Uh, next episode as well, we get into bold <laughs> predictions. But um, let's get into drink of the day. We are drinking the Slow Brew Cali Squeeze Edition. So they got three different flavors. I have the Tropical Pog Heffenweizen, brewed and slow. Sought out slow. Yeah, okay. slow brew. This, slow. This, this is yours. This is where you want. These is, these are uh, obviously flavored fruit beers, so I won't claim these. But yeah, slow brew, great place. Love it. I've got the fresh blood orange Hefeweizen, so I am going to sip on that. I got the mango Hef. That's pretty good, actually. Uh, not bad? Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll fuck with this. Okay. I'm not a fruit beer guy. I don't I'm, really like it either. I, I don't love it. I'm not a fruit beer guy. Don't hate on it. I, I, there's, some okay. good, there's some good, you know, somewhat, but it's got to be a little more subtle. This is a little, little right. strong for me it's for aggressive. the fruit side, yeah. This isn't. That's a good one. Yeah, I'll get that one solid. No, we'll trade it out. We'll check it out. But that's our Golden Road drink of the day, Slow Brew Cali Squeezes, uh, three different flavors, variety pack. All right. I'll let K Morgan take – K Morg. 
take the reins and get into UFC. We got a big card this weekend. All right. Before we get into UFC 264, McGregor Poirier, Ooh. we had some big news um, coming out from the week before. Um, we were all in Vegas actually watching Cyril Gaon and Volkov fight last week or two weeks ago now. Um, Cyril Gaon wins unanimous decision. Wasn't a lot of action. Kind of just piece him apart from the outside for the most part. I think Volkov might have won one, maybe two rounds, but ultimately Gaon wins via Boy, unanimous. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, for breaking down. Gaon, but, Gaon, but that's what Gaon does. You know, he, he pieces people up from the from the outside. Um, but it took him all the way to the title shot. So, um, took him all the way to the title shot, and he ultimately gets an interim title shot against Derek Lewis. Crazy. Which... That came out of left field. Out of left field. Insane. What the hell? Well, and not only that, it was like two days after his fight. It was just... We're what? on Instagram all of a sudden. What the hell is Zero on Derek Lewis. Well, <laughs> as we saw on Instagram, a lot of shit talking back and forth between Nganu's agents team and as well as Dana White going back and forth on whose fault it is. Based on what you guys have read, who do you see being at fault here? It's... I mean, they. Ngannou's agent said he's going to release, or manager said they were going to release the text, mm-hmm. and he hasn't yet, right? And we have no I confirmed text. I haven't any seen actual any actual conversation. Yeah. So, until he does that, which I'm guessing something happened, we said, someone said, don't fucking put those out there to the world. But it's hard to be on Dana's side here. Because he was only asking for one more month. He said, September, I'll be ready to go. I'm feeding fucking poor kids in Africa right now. Like, mm-hmm. give me one more month. I'll be good to go. I'll defend my title. Everyone wants to see it. And it seems like another case of maybe Dana not wanting to pay his guys. I mean, we've heard that before. It's not the first time we've heard that Dana's kind of cheaping out. But I, I tend to lead on with Nugano's camp on this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, there's just too many incidents where we have to like look back and like Dana what are you doing like this is the big fight like first off we we're not getting bones you know what I mean so you know Francis and Bones kind of got robbed up but Derek Lewis does deserve this title shot right and yeah. so like give him this this intern fight is lame I mean, of course Derek Lewis is going to take it he's yeah. never going to say no the, yeah I mean but you you couldn't push it one more card but gain too like why like that's the like why throw that Stipe in there or something like it's it's weird it's just weird to me it's weird to me because I do I think gone maybe deserves a title shot after beating Volkov maybe Volkov's on a really good heater himself and he looks he's looked really good in his last couple of fights so I think gone in a way deserved it but gone in his post interview literally said I'm fine waiting for the title shot like he understood that hey Derek Lewis and Ganu more than likely will happen potentially Jones who knows but he understood that there was a line, a pecking order, and he was not at the head of it. What's he ranked right now? He was, I think, three going into that fight. So, it, so he's up there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Stipe one, Lewis two, and then him, Gone. and then Volkov. So it was a big three versus four. Jones That's is not. A big win. Jones is not in the ranking, but he's you know he's John Jones. He comes with the name, but it was a big win. It's just diff- It's just tough. It, it complicates the division so much more. Because, like you said, you still have Stipe. And Gone, who's the current champ, and you have John Jones. There's literally five guys, including these two now fighting for the interim title shot, that could be fighting for the title. Imagine if Gone wins this fight. It's fucking brutal probably, for the, I mean, the, the class. 
If if Lewis wins, then it's like, okay. Here's what it sets up, though, with Gon. And here's an angle that makes sense. Gon and and Ganu used to be training partners. They used to go to Factory X together and train. And Ganu left the camp to go train elsewhere like a year, year and a half ago now. So there is that narrative. This is kind of almost like a fuck you to Nganu now because now his camp gets the title shot. So there is that narrative. I don't know if that played into it too much, but that is something that maybe Dana in the background is thinking about because that sets up a Gon and Ganu fight, which would be pretty big. Yeah, but it's not the same hype as a Lewis. You know, that Lewis builds a, a card. Builds Lewis a has the fans. Yeah, and he's a better fighter, I think. I think he wins this fight. I would take, I'm would i going to pick him to win this fight. All right, the line's at like plus 300, Lewis. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I take it. Oh, no, yeah. Lewis is a big dog. Well, think about it. I mean, Gon, as we've seen, he when he fights big strikers, the Rosen strikes, the Volkovs, these power punchers, no, not as much power as Lewis, mind you, but he just pieces them from the outside. He doesn't get hit hard. He doesn't. Ha- he hasn't faced any adversity in his fights. That's the one knock on Gon. Um, Lewis is going to push it. Of course, he's going to try and throw that big bomb. I mean, hell, he was getting dominated by Blades before he threw that massive uppercut. Head off. Yeah, until he knocked the lights out. So it's a tough fight for Lewis, but again, he's a punch He's a punch away from knocking anybody out. Right. So it's interesting. And if you're Lewis or gone, of course you're going to take this shot, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. A fucking, it's a belt. It's a belt spot. It's, a, it's the main fight on this card, and Amanda Nunes is on that card. It's still a big card. But it's it just, just like I – like. We're kind of saying it kind of throws a wrench into this heavyweight division. Exactly. Makes it kind of less exciting as, as well. Well, let's be honest. These two are probably the least deserving of title shots out of the rest of the five. That's what I'm saying. Like, right? if I you mean, were going to throw Stipe back into a you know an intern title shot, yeah, cool. Like, deserves it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying. It, I mean, it's Stipe and Ganu and Jones, in my opinion, all ahead of those other two. You can't say Jones because Jones obviously does not like. He's Come not on. like. Well, I know. No, I'm, it I'm doesn't just, matter. No, I'm saying he's not willing to fight. Like, if Jones was like, I'm going to fight right now, then he'd be in it. But yeah. he doesn't want to fight. So, it's like you can't put him in that mix because it, it's, he's not an option to throw in that interim belt because he doesn't want to fight for unless the money gets right. So, that's why that's why I'm saying you can't throw Jones in that mix because obviously Jones would be number one contender. He'd be the guy. The John Jones situation, that's a conversation for the other day. But it is strange to me how long he is waiting because he's almost leaving his kind of prime in a way. He's... I mean, he was young when he had the belt. He's been grinding. Now he's now he's thirty plus now. So it's like okay, physically prime maybe, but like how many fights left? Yeah, exactly. That's the weird part about this whole thing. So, but I get it. I mean, he's training his body to get ready for heavyweight. But how long? How long do we have to wait for this? I don't know. But regardless, like it's a sticky a situation. Yeah, it's a weird situation. I I'm I'm typically on Dana's side for a lot of these, for a lot of these you know disputes. So you could I. say. This one, I'm actually kind of on the other side, where Nganu just got the belt two months ago. It's not like he's been act- inactive for like six two months to a year, where that's when you see interim belts happen. This is two months ago he got the belt. I know. Yeah, he fought DP in March, right? Yeah, that's kind of disrespectful mm-hmm. in a lot of it's ways. very disrespectful. So, I'm, I'm not exactly on Dana's side here, which is kind of weird. Typically, I, I see his side in a lot of things. This one, I can't see it. Right. I agree with you. I don't know. So, we're going to get that one in August. It's still going to be a great fight. Lewis by TKO, always. Plus 5,000. Um, all right. Was hot. <laughs> UFC 264. Obviously, at the top of the card, you have the trilogy between Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. We're all incredibly excited for that. It's 1-1 going into this. McGregor winning at featherweight back in the day. Dustin winning earlier this year against um, uh, by knockout 
actually first time McGregor's been knocked out in a fight, so that was something to see. Um, but other than that, there's a ton of ton of good fights on this card. This, this is the most loaded card I've seen in a very long time. Even the undercards. Well, the prelims, the, like yeah, the like prelim. the early prelims. Let's, I mean, one that comes up to me, a Brad Tavares fighting on a prelim card, who's actually main evented a fight night before against Adesanya. Yeah, like that's still a good name, Brad oh, Tavares, yeah. eight hundred eight guy, um, brawler, brawler. He's he's actually one of the most active middleweights since he's been in the division. I think he's like third all time in fight time in middleweight history. And that's what I see when this when I see this card. Mm-hmm. There's a fuck ton of brawlers. Yeah, like uh, guys who can finish. Like well, for the, like we'll get into the fight. Yeah, but like as a whole, I'm like, and there's some names, man. There's some big names. Well, and then the guy he's fighting, Omari Akhmedov. 20, 21 and one. He just fought Tom Breeze. Really good fight. He subbed Tom Breeze, who a lot of people are really high on. And before that, he just fought Chris Weidman to a split decision. And it was a good fight. So this is a fight early on a prelim card that I'm really excited about. Um, the odds have it minus 165 Tavares. I think part of that is because Tavares had a really good outing against Shoeface in his last fight where he stuffed every takedown. And I think that's going to be the game plan for right. um, Omari on this one. So I'm going to give the edge to Tavares here just because of his takedown defense alone. And he's just he's better he's better on his feet striking wise. I mean, I like Tavares. I've I've liked him for a while. I mean, he's always just been that guy you kind of respect cuz he's he fights often, so you yeah. know the name, and he likes to finish. I mean, he likes to he likes to brawl. Like he likes to get after it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Tavares. No, it'll be a good fight. I think uh, I think a, a Menoff is way more talented. He's 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 big. Yeah. He's physical. Like, he pushed Chris, Chris Weidman grappling, who, as we know, former champion, still gets it, minus the shin injury. If he injury, could do but... the things he wants to do early, control the fight, go against the cage, mm-hmm. grapple a little bit, he'll do, he'll dominate this fight. One of the reasons why I give it to Tavares, too, is I think Akhmedov did get pretty winded at the end of that Weidman fight, and I think that's where he lost the third round and lost it. So, And I think Tavares has a lot better cardio. So I think that's going to be my final edge. It could be, you know... Two, three, Tavares, or something like that. It, like he wins second and third. Yeah. So we'll see. But that's, I mean, that's an early prelim fight. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Guys, I mean, Tavares was ranked. Okmedov has been ranked. So it's awesome. Um, next fight, we have some big names coming up Carlos Condit, Max Griffin. I mean, you want to talk about fight of the night potential in a prelim? Fireworks. Straight Unreal. fireworks. Unreal. In a prelim fight, Carlos Condit, natural born killer. Um, he's he's fought GSP, Robbie Lawler, you name it, Diego Sanchez. He's a legend in the division. Like absolutely, he's been around forever. And you go back and you watch his fights, and he's just very businesslike. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's very good dude. Yeah, great dude. Yeah, you, you, it's hard not to root against uh, a Condit. I mean, he's just he's a veteran. He's a warrior. I mean, he, they're both these guys are coming off wins in 2021. So. Yeah. Well, he's kind of on like this weird where he's kind of get this resurgence and he's also wrestling a lot more where he out-wrestled Matt Brown. And that's usually the way yeah. you beat Carlos Condit is you out-wrestle him. GSP did it. A ton of guys have done it before. Maya did it, submitted him. So it was really interesting to see kind of the different wrinkles that he's added, at, especially at like 37 years old. And he's coming up a guy against Max Griffin who knocked out beat the lights out of somebody i don't remember his fucking name but he knocked the shit out of him and like, he has some serious fucking pop two minutes 20 seconds some serious pop. TKO. like so, he has real power like real power and, it, and it's interesting too because you look at it on paper all condits the old man like coming out of retirement max griffin's also 35 years old it's not like he's that much younger oh, no, there's some old heads right here yeah, yeah. these are some two i mean I'm trying to get their records 
17 and 8 for Griffin, 32 and 13 for Condit. Jesus. That's a lot of mileage. Fights for Condit. The question, I think the question is, who has more tread on the tires here? Condit. Really? Or Condit's, oh, I mean, not Condit. I'm, I'm Griffin's thinking Griffin's got more yeah, tread. more tread, yeah. Okay, so you like Griffin here? I like Griffin here. I think the pop is too, it's too dangerous. Like, Condit's not a guy that gets knocked out. I know, often, but yeah. I mean. I could see that the one of those fights is like, hey, bro, you're you're at the tail end, and you're just going to get mollywopped, dude. I think like he might get knocked down. The I like round. Griffin here. And I've I, never seen that. Condit usually eats eats some uh, rounds up, eats some punches. Mm-hmm. He's a, you know he stays in there. I just think Griffin has some more left in left in the tank, and I I love Condit. Don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna take Griffin in this fight. This might be the end of Condit. I'm probably saying that for years. <laughs> yeah, we've been saying that for a while, but I mean. It's hard to say, especially by knockout, considering he's only been knocked out once in his career, and that was to Woodley back when Woodley actually had hands. And I'm not saying it's going to be a knockout, but I just think, you know, his ability to be on his feet. I mean, majority of his losses are honestly by sub or unanimous decision. Like, he doesn't get knocked out. Where Griffin, he he gets knocked out or he loses a decision. So right. it's kind of like, and I don't see Condit getting knocked out. I don't know. I even at 37 years old, I know it seems like the chin is the first thing to go at when you get older, but I kind of like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The chin gets, it goes down. Who are you but taking? I think like Condit by decision. Wow. Like the way he out wrestled Matt Brown and he beat Court McGee, who's a very powerful wrestler. Like I kind of see him just figuring it out and get pulling out a decision victory here. All right. But Mac, Max Brown does kind of bring the fury in the storm. I could talk about this Max for Griffin. a while. Max Griffin, Griffin sorry. What did I say? Max Brown. Max Brown. Matt Brown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Condit by decision here. Okay. I'm going to go with the old man here. Might be a little bias in favoritism, but whatever. Um, the other fight of the night contender, Nico Price and Michelle, Michelle Pereira. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched Michelle Pereira, but he's the guy that does like backflips and It's all that fucking antic shit. shit. It's like this weird antic shit. Yeah, Every but it's exciting. Yeah, but he's going to get the fuck beat out of him. You like Nico Price? Oh, fuck yeah. Nico Price is fucking down to brawl. Yeah. I'm down with Nico Price. Mm -hmm. The little man. I don't like either of these guys. I'll be honest. I don't like either one. Dude. It's it's tough because I like Nico Price for a lot. He's tough as fucking nails, And he can finish. The kid can finish. He has. Sullivan choke out. One of the most impressive. That straight right against Juban. One of the most impressive uh, knockouts. He was on his back. Matt Brown. And it was a hammer fist, no, against uh, Randy Brown. Oh, yes, right. Hammer fist from his back against Randy Brown. Yeah. While he was on his back. Yeah, knocked knocked him out. out. Yeah, that was sweet. That was wild. He he got rocked right there. No, he was down, yeah. Yeah, fell down, pulled guard. Randy Brown is fucking really good. Yeah. So, his other other losses, so he he had a no contest against Cerrone. It was a draw, but then he got popped for weed. Yeah. So, whatever. Uh, He has two losses to Vicente Luque, who's like the number five ranked welterweight right now. Who's got fucking hands? Yeah. He's gonna fight Kiesa, and that's gonna be a really good fucking fight. And his other loss against Jeff Neal, hand of stone Neal, who's also really fucking good. So I like Nico Price. He's the dog here, plus one thirty-five. Sorry, I didn't say the Condit like Condit's also plus one sixty. That's well. two dogs that K Morgan's giving you right there. Right? I like dogs yeah. here. I like Nico. I love Price. Nico Price in this fight. This might be one of my locks of the night. Whoa! I I really like Nico Price in this I, fight. I would stay away from this with <laughs> everything. I'm not touching this. It's volatile. It's a very yeah. volatile fight. The one thing I'll say is Nico Price, I don't think, gets knocked out here. Um, Perea is... He's, he's coming off a two-fight win streak. A two-fight win. He is. Like, he just beat Chaos Williams, who was sleeping everybody. Yes, I know. So, and but he just kind of outworked him. Had the I, volume. I, I could see Nico just getting outworked. 
I don't for Nico, three rounds. But Nico's got a high put out rate. He's got a high volume. He finishes, bro. He I, finishes. I don't like these fighters. I could maybe see him knocking out Michelle Paya. I might go Ooh. price by TKO maybe. Here. Ooh, that's a good. Wow, that's a good bet right there. We haven't given you a lot of bets lately, but we're, price we're TKO some, and common decision. Throw some bets out tonight. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on props lately. I'm not gonna. I lie. know the props. Kind of on props. There's a value there. There's All a value right. there. All right. So another great fight there, obviously, and th again prelims, which is insane to me. Um, my fight to look out for. This is one that um, a fighter in particular that I've really been waiting to see is uh, Ryan Hall. Ryan Hall is a winner of the Ultimate Fighter with McGregor and um, Uriah Hall or Faber, excuse me, a couple years back. Um, just an absolute jujitsu god, like kind of nasty with the legs. Gets like, him. You get him on the ground. He's going home with your leg. Like nasty with it. Like yeah. Yeah, your leg, your ankle, snap. Like he shoots for a leg and just takes it and snaps it. Like, no, you're you're fucking toast. Gray Maynard, BJ Penn, ask them. Yeah. Like snapped. So and the thing about him, which is funny, is no one's wanted to fight this guy because of that. I know. He's been booked on some big fights and they fall out for whatever reason. Like Dan Ige, he was booked against him before. He's been booked against a couple other guys, and it's like all of those ranked guys are kind of like I don't want to fucking fight this well, guy. Like, it's not worth it for Yeah, me. it's not worth it for me because I'm going to get subbed. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get subbed, snap something, or I just beat Ryan Hall, who looks like a fucking JV baseball coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. not a good look. But he faces Ilya Tapuria, who is a fucking streaking prospect. I like this kid, man. Streaking, man. Uh, he's got – he's another guy with some strong pop. I mean – Big pop. He's a brawler. I, I, I like this kid. I, I mean, this you is like, a very interesting You just fight. love brawlers, huh? This card, man. <laughs> he's just like, fucking yeah, he likes to do he's a brawler. Right he's a brawler. Right mouth. I, I mean, this is a very interesting fight to me. This is a very, very interesting fight. I mean, 10 and 0, just confident off of Damon Jackson. Before that, beat Yusuf Zala, who's, you know, fairly good himself. But the way he knocked out Damon Jackson, I was watching that and I was like, this guy is fucking real. Like he has real fucking pop, and the and the odds are showing it. He's minus two thirty yeah, against Ryan Hall, who is very dangerous on the mat. Like we want to talk about subs and plays. Hall buys by sub. That's probably my play here because if Hall wins, it's gonna be by sub. This is a tale of two two opponents here. If he, Hall, he doesn't win any other way, if Hall is has him on the mat, has Tapuria on the ground on his back, I don't know if Tapuria is. I mean. Trust me, he's good on the mat, but like I think there's levels to Ryan Hall's jujitsu, and I think it's a level ahead. So I think if that happens, I like the sub play there. If Topria stuck stuffs every takedown, it's Topria with his hands. He's gonna either knock him out or it's gonna go to decision. I can I can almost guarantee that Ryan Hall does not outstrike well, well, you Topria. Know, you in this know fight. where I'm going. The jujitsu god, dude. He is a freaking jujitsu god. I would stay away from it just for the fact that, like you said, at any point you can get sub. But I would take Topria if. If I had to choose the fight, I would pick him, but now that odds minus two thirty, I'm gonna stay away. No, I'm with you. I think for an actual pick, I'm gonna go top Puria, but for a bet perspective, minus two thirty, it's a little wide for me. It I is. Think, I think it's I think too it's wide. I think it's a very. I actually probably would now. throw Hall on one of my parlays. See, I wouldn't. I, I think it's too. I mean, he can get caught at any moment and get fucking rocked. Yeah, top Puria has every some, fight though. Yeah, but top Puria is like. He has that juice. Like we'll we'll see. I mean, I would just stay away from the fight. Let's look at the facts Fair. of Ryan Hall here. The man, I mean, it is what it is. BJ Penn, legend of the sport, right? He submitted BJ Penn, who... It's like 10 years ago. No, nah, dude, it was 2018. 
So again, obviously, it's a different BJ Penn, right? But it's how you beat BJ Penn. You submit BJ Penn. That's impressive to me. Yeah. Oh, BJ yeah. Penn does not get submitted. That's yeah. not his thing. His chin is gone, as we said. With age, he's been getting knocked out of decision. He doesn't get submitted. He was a very, very high-level jujitsu player in the UFC. For Ryan Hall to submit him the way he did, that says something. He's on a four-fight win streak in the UFC. He beat. Fun fact: He beat Artem Lobov. In the championship of that season. But you're not even taking him, so what does that say about Tapuri? I'm taking him by decision for a bet. But you picked Tapuri. I'm not to win. betting Tapuri, but I'm picking him to win. But I'm just saying that goes to show Tapuri what he. Oh, did. no, this goes to show that I think Tapuri is a contender. That's what I mean. In the Featherweight division. Yeah. Wow. No, and I also think Hall could beat a lot of fucking guys that are ranked too. Yeah. I, I just don't like the line where it's at. Minus 230 is way too wide for me. Way too wide for me. Understandable. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that, but. Um, Let's talk about the man, Sean, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Fight falls out. He comes on a UFC debut, short notice replacement by Chris Moutinho. What do you Who guys got here? Who the fuck is Chris Moutinho? <laughs> what do you guys uh, got here? It says it all. O'Malley minus 800. Mm-hmm. Minus 800. That's insane. By knockout, it's like minus 300. It's disappointing, <laughs> like, that's who they got to fill in for this fight. Like, they couldn't find anyone else? Yeah, like, he just beat Almeida. Like, no, you no. couldn't give him anyone else? See why? Trust me. Plenty of guys want Sean O'Malley. That's so not the problem. It's O'Malley doesn't want to fight. Take... No. That's bullshit. It's not, it's not O'Malley. It's the UFC. They're not giving I them. guarantee you. They want the it. UFC see Sean O'Malley, and they see a star. Yeah. They see the hair. They see the tats. They see the knockout ability. They don't want him fighting Marab Divashvili or Cody Stamen. Or Ricky Diva Simone. Shilly would be a fucking... Oh, That's I a bad it. matchup for him. I would love that fight, though. It's a bad matchup for Sean O'Malley. Trust me. Sean, Sean O'Malley talks a ton of shit. He's not fucking scared to fight anybody. Right. But it's early in his career where he's just going to sleep random fighters and then mix in those prospects that are just going to throw hands. Okay, so what the question is, does he get to the second round or not? Yeah, who is this guy? <laughs> who cares? UFC debut. Point is, who cares? Okay. Yeah, Let's I just could, say it. Yeah, who, good, like, hey, who good for him. Makes the main card. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no, I mean, trust uh, me, it's a, it's a good opportunity hey, for the guy. Let, let him shock the world. Yeah. I uh, mean, he's plus 550, and he's 9-4 and four in his career. And they're giving feeding him to Sean O'Malley, 13-1, and one, coming off a, a knockout by Thomas Almeida. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you throw, in your, good. You throw O'Malley really in your fucking parlay just to throw another fighter in there, but it's going to hurt your odds because it's such yeah. a big... It's such, It's like, why would I even put a minus 800 in my that, parlay? Exactly. It's not even worth it. Exactly. If Chris Martino... Is somehow like if I a had jiu-jitsu mad player and fucking does it? Yeah. If I had mad cash, that's where I I'd put all my money on him. Yeah, you just all lay you ten lay grand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, Easily, yeah. you win eight, eight grand to win a grand. Yeah. But no, but there were tweets. It was Ricky Simone, Divashvili, Cody Stamen. Tons of guys were lining up and saying like, "Give me the week. Let's do it at one forty catch weight, one forty five, something like that. And we'll get it done." And the UFC's like, "No, no." I mean that that's my personal opinion. So I I don't I, I see that. I think Dana is like I see this guy, I see this star. I'm not giving him some power wrestler who's going to take him down and brawl his ass. No, I need a guy he, that's going to throw hands. He wants O'Malley to start the card off by absolutely dominating mm-hmm. this dude. I get it. 1000%. So regardless O'Malley's fighting, it's always exciting to watch the guy fight. He talks a lot of shit. He's fun for the sport. I get it. Um another controversial player you could say in the UFC, Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy fighting Tai Tuivasa. What do you guys think about Greg Hardy? Honestly, well, he's had. He's, I mean, he's got some good fights under his belt now. Numbers, like you could say. This is another questionable call by the UFC to headline this guy on this card. 
and many people are upset and i got i kind of understand it that they're like why is ufc headlining this guy well, okay. I get it. It's the UFC. He's on a main card. He's not headlining anything. No, but okay. He's on the. He's like. He's on a McGregor card, though. He's on a McGregor card, and he's like. Yeah, you're on a McGregor card. Period. And he's like in like he's in the main card, and he's not the first fight of the main card. You know what I mean? Like no. people are going to be watching this fight, yeah. and it's like, why are you highlighting this guy who has a handful of fights under his belt? But it's not like he's the who's who of this division. Mm-hmm. But is it? You think it's more highlighting uh, Ty? No. It's for 100%. That guy is on a tear. He is. Coming off two big, big knockouts. He, I think he knocks out Greg Hardy. So. Oh, I think he's going to fuck up Greg Hardy. Yeah. But it's a question is both these guys have no fucking gas tanks. So it's like who gasses out first? Oh, yeah. Like, no, it's. These guys are the worst. Like, And it's just, I don't know. I don't think this fight deserved to be in this spot. You could have filled it with something better, I feel like. You know what? Honestly, I'm excited for this fight. I'm not mad that it's on the main card. It is high up, though. I mean, it's it third from the top. It's a little high, in my opinion. Like, honestly, like we talked about, fucking Ryan Hall, Top Perea could have been on up higher. You know what I mean? Um, Tavares, Nico Price, any of those guys probably deserve it a little bit more than these two. But it's still exciting. It's two guys that are going to bang at the heavyweight division. This they is are. not going to be This is not gonna be one of those heavyweight fights where it's two guys just kicking calves and no, having a good time. They're, yeah, they're this gonna is, is going to get after it. So that's what I'm excited about. Well, two for. of the first three fights, all I see is... Just absolute hands thrown in the first round. Yeah. And I think that's what Dana wanted. I think. No, this is this is an all-action yeah. kind of card, which is kind of sick, mm-hmm. if you think about it. It is. There's it not going to be a lot of wrestling in this card. Um, you're going to have included. to fucking work for fight of the night. So you guys both like Tuivasa. Tuivasa oh, yeah. is, let me look at the line, minus 130. So it's pretty close. I like I mean, 110 I Hardy, that. that's pretty close. He's going to be in all of my parlays. You're, Jesus. Here's, so that's your lock of the night. If you're on putting the, him in every parlay. On the main card, it is... Not my lock of the night. Yikes. I'll get it. Holy that. shit. That means something coming up. But anyway, um, Tuivasa minus 130, Hardy 110. The one thing I'll give for Greg Hardy, I see improvements in every fight he has. I will give him that. He has a power jab. He fights behind it. He looks good in a lot of fights. I mean, the Marcin Tabura fight that he just lost to by sub, he beat the shit out of Tabura in the first round yeah. until he gassed out and got subbed and he got taken down. Yeah. Tuivasa got- gasses out too, though. So he does. Like- no, I mean... Artuvi Vasa is gonna throw about thirty heavy punches. If he doesn't, he doesn't get them. He's gonna lose. If this fight makes it to the halfway mark, it's gonna be fucking disgusting watching these guys who can finish. They're both. <laughs> you're gonna see. You're gonna see one big right hand thrown like every forty. So people seconds. forget Tui Vasa at one point was twelve and zero in the UFC. Not in the UFC, but just overall in his professional career. Beat Andre Arlovsky, former champion, and was like well on his way up. Runs into Junior Dos Santos, loses in the second round, gasses out, gets knocked out. Then goes on a three-fight losing streak to he loses to Ivanov, power wrestler, decision, and then Spivak, sub. Anyone that wants to throw hands with him, it's going to be a good fight. The, the Dos Santos fight, he actually looked okay in the first he round. He looked good in the first round, but again, yeah. it's it's the it's the experience but with Dos Santos. learn from it, guy. Like, yeah, and that was a better Dos Santos than you have now. Right. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a three. Course. That's a three, four-year-ago Dos Santos who was just off a title run. You know what I mean? So, I like Tuivasa here, too. I like the experience, and I think he... Um, I think you can get it done here. I almost like it by decision, to be honest with you. Oh, my Ooh. God. That would be so disgusting. I, I almost <laughs> like it by decision. The third round would be disgusting. I don't know why. I just feel I like... I kind of like that, too, though. Now that I, I think about it, I think... I almost feel like Hardy, he's getting better. And he's almost smart enough to stay away from the big punches. I just like Tuivasu's volume more, and I think he's just going to outpoint him in this a lot of ways. This fight kind of screams low-key fight of the night for me, because I feel like these guys are just going to fucking throw. No one's going to go down. No one's going to go down. 
Yeah. Like they're just going to throw and it's going to be like they're two tough guys, so it just they're going to have nothing left. If it's if it's one and a half at the line, I think I like the over. Wow. I don't know why. I don't know why. Wow. I see hands. Tui Voss is coming off two straight knockout victories. Just bomb so, skis. Yeah, too. I mean he's throwing bombs. He knocked out what the fucking Stefan Struve skyscraper like twice. He like stepped oh, yeah. on his head at the end of the celebration. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Stepped on his head on the celebration. Knocked him <laughs> out again. I forgot about that. But I like Tui Voss. Remember the um He's got all those funny ass videos. Remember, I showed yeah. you the one where it's like UFC fighters after sex, like post game interviews. Yeah, oh, he's yeah, hilarious, yeah. hilarious, on dude. And he does the shoeies too. Mm-hmm. Drinks the beer out of the shoe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yep. we'll get a good shoeie after this win, hopefully. Yeah, but I, I like him. I like Tuivasa here. All right, a couple big fights too. We got former title, two formal title challengers actually. You got Gilbert Burns versus Wonder Boy Thompson. I'll let you guys go because I have some strong feelings about this fight. I know where Kay Morg's going, so I'll let B go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you're going to let me go. No, no, I got this. <laughs> All right. Uh, people forget Gilbert Burns because he just took his L to literally the best fucking UFC fighter in the game right now. I was going to say, say it. Say it with the chest. Usman beat Gilbert Burns. Yeah. Before Gilbert Burns lost that, six, seven in a row? The guy was tearing through this division. D- obviously deserved the shot. Got the shot. And now he's an underdog to this fucking bum. Lock of the <laughs> night. Gilbert Burns. Oh, my God. You got plus money at 135, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. He is yeah. that He is that good. Usman made him look like a bitch. And it made people forget about him. Okay. He dominates almost every other person in this division. All right. It, it's hard to hate Wonder Boy. I'm um, how <laughs> it's hard to hate Wonder Boy. It really is I mean, great guy. He's got the nicest motherfucker belt. Yeah, he does. Just he's, given to him. He's such a good dude. He's but hate him. Burns <laughs> hate him. Burns is gonna walk through him. Walk through him. Burns. Is how so? Walk. Please give me a game plan that Burns walks through. What does Wonder Boy do better than Burns? Strike. Hardly. He's a way better striker. I don't know about way better. Way better. Burns is fucking well rounded. No, now. stop it, guys. Burns has. Pop. He has an overhand right hand. Yes. Steven Wonderboy Thompson is like fucking elite striking. Yeah, but he's like fucking elite. Not Usman. Okay, what you're talking differences. But now. you're not though, because this is the same like, fight that he just came off. Burns just fought Usman. Guys. Here here it's it's this is the Ryan Hall Top Puria fight 2.0 in a way. If Burns gets on top of Thompson, yeah, I think Burns is gonna win this fight if that happens. But I don't think he takes down Thompson. I think Thompson stays away, picks him apart, and cruises to a unanimous decision. Wow. I really do. I like 30, Burns. 27, just I, picks I like him apart the entire fight. I think Burns puts him up against the cage. He dirty box. He takes him down more than once. He's in hard. almost every round. I think he dominates unanimous decision. You guys are uh, underestimating Wonderboy Thompson's takedown defense. He's got fucking great takedown defense. You're, You're underestimating a- how fucking good Burns is. Yes. Burns is wins, guys. He beat Woodley, and everyone thinks like that was like God's gift to fucking wins. Woodley, Woodley is fucking dominated. Past his prime, he that dominated was like three years ago. Pa- way past it was twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty. Okay. Woodley was shit back then. Okay, the beginning of twenty twenty. His Woodley's other shit his yeah, other was, win is Damian Maya, who again, sure high level, but it's jujitsu guys against jujitsu guys, and Burns has a little bit more pop. Okay, great. Those are his Keep two wins that are like it. big. He beat Gunnar Nelson. Gunnar Nelson's good. I get that. But Gunnar Nelson hasn't fought in the UFC since that fight. Yeah, but okay. name a loss. He was fucking terrible at lightweight. I mean, he lost to Dan Hooker. I mean, I know you you love Dan Hooker, so, okay, so that's different. Leave, leave but no, he's had a good run. He beat Olivier 
uh, Mercier, uh, Canadian guy who I actually thinks is pretty good. But look at Stephen Wonderboy Thompson's losses. I mean, come on. The guy's uh, fought yeah, for a his belt. His losses are, fucking are against good. elite guys. His losses are he lost only. lost Pettis and Till. Like. Okay, the Till loss was not, I mean, it was way closer than a unanimous it was, decision. It was unanimous. Yeah, but if you put Pettis and Till and, in and this Pettis situation, did, you're saying Burns runs through these and guys. Pe- you're saying he's elite striker and Pettis fucking knocked his ass Pettis out. knocked him out on a fucking fluke <laughs> of a knockout. You remember the Superman punch off yeah. the wall? Like, come on. Like, I, that's not going to happen. Pettis is also way faster than Burns is as far as striking ability, too. Back then. Burns back then. Burns is the best fighter Thompson has fought in his last six, seven fights. You guys are fucking crazy. He just beat Vicente Luque not that long ago, guys. But Burns was fucking Luque, fighting for the title. Luque, you're a big but Luque fucking guy. sleep. I, no, Burns. but you're every Burns is getting so disrespected for losing to he Usman. Is, man. He's overrated. Oh he's my, fucking overrated. overrated. He's not overrated. He is not. And overrated. here's the thing: is I'm not even like I don't think Wonderboy Thompson's gonna beat Kamara Usman tomorrow. I'm just telling you, he wins this fight unanimous decision. Three rounds, easy. And if anything, the cardio advantage is definitely to Wonderboy, too. Definitely. We'll see. I I didn't think we'd be this far off. I'm surprised CY is actually on Burns here. I thought you would understand the actualities of what's going to happen in this fight. Well, just look at the losses for Burns. Like, look at the losses. He has, what, four losses in his career? Usman, Hooker. Uh, Different division. Yeah, and then different Michelle Prezeus, I mean And then Magomedov. I mean like Okay. Though that's fucking elite. So is Thompson. I mean Thompson's I mean I wouldn't put the, pet, like the competition is definitely the level of competition is definitely on Thompson. For sure. I mean look at the names. Jeff Neal, Luke, Pettis, Till, Masvidal, Woodley, Rory McDonald. Like those are fucking elite names. The com- competition level is definitely with Wonderboy. I mean Have you watch Gilbert Burns fight. I have. I'm, I'm convinced you have it. Watch him get murdered, literally early 2020. Okay. By a jab. Oh my god. Okay. Here's here's one Who's thing I'll give you. There's, but like I said, hey, levels. If Burns can get him down, if Burns can get him down, Burns is gonna win the fight. If that happens, I just don't see that happening. I like Burns. That's Burns my thing. Burns I'm is gonna Burns. bear molest him. Here, here's one thing to think about too. Luke, I brought him earlier. Luke lost to Wonderboy on the Diaz card, the BMF card, not that long or 2019. Luke and Burns do train, or not Luke. Yeah, Luke and Burns train together. So a game plan could be set, some tips, tricks to fight him. We'll see. There's a little bit of an area for you guys. All right. It, it, the thing is, too, is Burns has a chin. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He's fuck- fucking slept. <laughs> He's got like fucking Usman. Like Usman. <laughs> oh and he God. put up a better striking fight than fucking Mazdaval did. He did. For the striker. They both got knocked down the second round. Yeah, but one, like, different, one, there's different <laughs> levels of knockouts. <laughs> We're moving on. It's split. Two to one here. Okay. Le- hey, legend hey. has it. There's still sweat in the air. Yeah. But, you, hey, you guys can get good value on Burns if you really like yeah. it. And you think it's a lock I of the really night? Like, I don't think it's a lock of the night. I'll go think right ahead. I'm not taking a lock of the night. Go right ahead. I'm not there. When I text you, hey, shoot I shoot that to the do. bookie. I hope you do because that's a lot of money. Just like when you text me on my big plays. All right. Here we go. Let's get into it. Conor McGregor. Versus Dustin Poirier three. I already prefaced it earlier. The Notorious versus the Diamond. Hot Sauce versus Whiskey. This is everything. This is fucking huge. It's a crossroads fight. That's how I describe this fight. This is one guy's going to go one way. The other guy's going another way. And I don't know where that way is depending on who the fighter is. But it's not a great way in my opinion. I don't know if I agree with that. What do we? What are we expecting out of these guys based on last performance coming into this one? My... 
I don't know what it is, but I don't feel as excited for this fight as I did round two. Okay. With these two guys. You know, I had a lot of... Is it because Dustin knocked him out? What's your... I don't know. I really don't know the reason for it. And maybe that's it. Like, maybe... And I don't even know who I'm picking yet. Like, I'm... I haven't... You know what's funny is I don't either. I don't know who I'm picking yet. But for some reason, the hype... guys. I don't. The hype... I gotta talk about it first. The hype of it, like, was so built up for fight two. Like, I was, like, all in. I'm really excited for this fight. Don't get me wrong. But I felt more of a sense of, like, an aura for the second round. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what to expect. I really don't. Like... I can see this fight going so many fucking different ways. So many different ways. But if I'm going to be honest. Don't give me a pick yet. Okay. Don't okay. give me a pick yet. Okay. I just want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. That... The, what, are you, what are you expecting? Is this a big fight to you? This is a huge fight. Um, first off, Dustin, one of my favorite fighters. Connor, he's a huge name. And, we, you know, we all love him. I, I, like, hate some of his, you know, taking years off and stuff like that. But yeah. This is a huge, huge fight. I don't know where you lost hype at, but I gained it all back when Dustin's standing there about to get fucking announced winner, and he's like, 1-1, one, one, baby, 1-1. One, one. I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. Run that shit back immediately. Let's do it tomorrow. That was, that was I'm just, down for that, that shit. That was just out of respect for Connor. Yeah, it was. Being the double champ. Yeah. It, and it was because, like, deep down in my heart, I don't know if Connor deserves a round three of this. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. They both uh, knocked Cody. each other out. I, I'm an, I just that's the way I feel about it. First ever UFC double champ, and that's what I mean. Like that, that's why he got it. It's deserves, Conor McGregor he deserves what he wants, and that's just the truth. And I've never, I've never agreed with that. I've never. Agreed George Saint Pierre doesn't deserve what he wants. He does. I mean, but he is Conor McGregor on that level? Absolutely, he is. Oh, he, he is, but he's tougher to deal with. He's t- a lot tougher for the what UFC does that to deal have to with. Do with I don't know. Is, big Dana, fights? is Dana White on our podcast? Well, what does that have to do with setting up big fights? I just. These he are two of this. the best fighters in the last decade in front of our faces and both, and both knocked each other out. You make that fight. You make I, it immediately. I, I'm not arguing with the make of the fight. Actually, I get it. take I get that it. BMF belt, throw it no. on this fight. Fuck you mean no. no. These are Fuck two no. low-key the baddest motherfuckers. Yeah. What do you mean? What, not, where's your hate here? I don't, I don't understand it. I just, I got, you don't even know who you're picking. I you're feel, ra- he's a rattle box no, right now. You're, know fucking, exactly you're fucking rattled. <laughs> okay, exactly. I know who he's picking now based on his reactions. Yeah. All right. I'll, I will put in my two cents. This is a huge fucking fight. Thank you. B, you're all in. Um, I'm not saying it's not a big fight. That's not my argument. I'm just you saying said some, that. I'm just saying for some reason I don't feel personally the same excitement as I did the last fight. Dana White said it today in an interview with Ariel, I think, Kawani. He said... Winner of this fight is fighting for the fucking lightweight belt. Oh, that's, that's just that's hype. That's just facts, and that's a huge fight against whoever wins this against Charles Oliveira. That's a huge fucking fight. This is a huge one. That's a big fight too. Like, this is a big Oliveira fucking deal. Oh my Jesus Christ! Okay, wow, this boy crazy. Okay, wow. Um, but no, it, it's a mass. It's a massive fight. Anytime Connor fights, it's a fucking massive fight. Right. And Anytime. We'll, we'll talk Connor in a second, but see why? Who does this fight mean more to? Poirier or McGregor? It's a good question. I think personally, I think it means more to Connor. Mm. I really do. Because. See, that, you saying that almost changes my thought press on what you're thinking. Because now. of the fact that I think Connor's done if he loses this fight. I think he goes, like, rides away into the sunset. Whereas 
Dustin's never been that guy. Dustin's always been that guy who's been under the radar. He's been he's a fucking grinder. He's been a UFC. Like if he goes loses, he's gonna go knock out Michael Chandler. Yeah, he's employee of the month. Be- God damn it, I love that. <laughs> he, he's, he's employee of the month. Yeah, he's that's just, a good call. Like he's a company guy. He's a company guy, and like I fucking love that. At the end of the day, his legacy is gonna be what it is. You know, he's never gonna reach that status of McGregor, and I think McGregor's legacy can only take so many losses under his belt. I mean, he has a lot of bad pub under his name. He ha- like the last couple of years of Conor McGregor hasn't been good, like in all aspects, PR, fight history, like it just hasn't been great. So he's on a slippery slope, and coming off his first ever knockout, like I don't know, man. I this it, this means more way more to Conor and his legacy than I think it does for Diamond. What do you got, B? Um. I agree with everything you said, but I'm going to take a little bit of a turn. Like you said, the, t- the company guy, but Dustin doing this, finishing the trilogy on top, and then going to have another title shot, like, you're going to think Dustin's resume is going to be the best ever. Oh, my God. If he, like, he's obviously a UFC Hall of Famer, right? Yeah. yeah. But, like, the this- best ever resume. So, does that mean something more to Dustin? Or to Connor, I like think legacy. It, what is who? What does legacy mean more to? I agree with Cody. I think the legacy of Connor is on a downfall, and if he goes and loses again in maybe the same fashion, it's bad. Like we're gonna talk about Connor as a joke. Like it was like, hey, that double champ hype guy that lost all fucking steam. Like, see, I'm not willing to go that far. No, it's gonna go that far because he's not going but- to fight. Again, maybe. I think if he loses, though, it takes him out of contention of possibly the top top three for sure fighters of all time and for sure top five or possibly top five if he loses. But it kind of puts dust in there, though. Like, it kind of might. Like, B has a solid point. You beat Conor McGregor twice. You beat Max Holloway twice. Like, you're fucking up there. Your, your losses are against Khabib, who's one Khabib of the greatest. and McGregor. And you've knocked out Eddie Alvarez and Justin Gaethje already. And Dan Hooker. You fucked and war Dan with. Hooker. Like, war. That re- that resume of, of fighters that he's either won or lost to is insane. The second top, to none. Top top three is crazy to say. You know, I mean that that's something we have to sit down and discuss. But it's a fucking impressive resume. I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. That is incredibly impressive. Um, as far as who this fight means more to, I think it means more to Conor McGregor as far as like him mentally, like him personally. I just we 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 know the McGregor. We know the shit talking. He became a star because of it. Um, his pride, I think he's got so much pride in who he is and what he does. You know, his Irish culture and his heritage, everything he brings that into every fight. I think this fight means so much to him. I think it really does. I mean, you saw him backstage in the locker room after that last loss. He was fucking upset. He yeah. was not happy. And I think, I honestly think he underestimated Dustin in the last fight. I really do. He thought, I already knocked this fucking guy out. I feel good. I look good. And he was kind of piecing him up for like two and a half minutes. He was wearing leg kicks because... He really had, you know, the striking advantage. I don't think he was worried about it. He was eating it. leg kicks so he can hit the top. So he can hit him, yeah. and he thought he was going to finish him. Mm-hmm. He didn't, and those leg he came out in the second round, and the leg kicks was an actual damage. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, he and that that was a huge mistake. He's like, I shouldn't have ate any of these, like, because I didn't finish him. And then he eats one of those leg kicks, gets stumbled, and then gets absolutely rocked. Mm-hmm. And that was huge. Like, I've, we've never seen that from Connor. And then on the on the other side, we've seen that from Dustin every fucking fight. Yeah, like he he got his shit beat in 
for four minutes of that first round and landed some nice leg kicks. Yeah. Second round comes out, landed two more leg kicks, and was like, oh, shit, Connor, Connor's fucked. Yeah. And Dustin, Dustin had a good game plan and worked. Yeah. And I actually called that shit. Too. So, obviously, the leg kicks were a huge, you could say, factor, somewhat excuse by McGregor. A lot of people think it was an excuse, and they just think Dustin beat the fuck out of him. What are we expecting out of McGregor as far as improvements? Because the thing with McGregor, and this has been one of the biggest narratives, and people are saying it all the time, is McGregor off a loss. McGregor in a rematch. What do we see? What do we see from Conor McGregor? Do you think that he checks these leg kicks? Do you think improvements are made? Does he bring back the karate stance, Conor McGregor? You know what I mean? What are you thinking? I mean, he has to do something, right? I mean, he's gonna get his fucking legs kicked off again. <laughs> But valid. I don't. I mean, he has to defend the leg kicks, right? He has to do something a little bit different. But at the same time, if I'm Connor, I'm kind of thinking like, I won that first round. My game plan was working. I just need to fucking finish this guy. But it's a lot easier said than done. You can't finish Dustin. Well, that's like, the thing is, Dustin almost had a narrative at 145 that he didn't have a chin, right? He got knocked out by McGregor. He got knocked out by Michael Johnson. He goes up, and he hasn't been knocked out since. So that was a narrative, and he's fought Gaethje. He's fought Alvarez. He's fought McGregor. He's fought Khabib. He's fought fucking Dan Hooker all the way. You know what I mean? Like, he's fought fucking hands, and he hasn't been knocked out. So I think the narrative has definitely changed on Dustin, where it's like he's got a bad chin, to This guy's got a fucking granite chin. Diamond, yeah. <laughs> diamite chin. Uh, yeah, I mean, Connor has to change something, but he was outboxing Dustin the whole first round. But at the same time, Dustin kind of was doing what he wanted to do and played right into his game plan as well. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of strategy and game plan they come out with, especially early. Especially mm-hmm. early. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm going to quote Cody. Uh, he says, Don't fuck the this great, up. great ones never lose two in a row. And if they do, what happens? They're, fucking They're done. They're fucking done. They're done. So I expect to see... The best version of Conor McGregor. And and that's what I want to get into. I thank you so much for saying that because that has been, again, the narratives of fucking rematch McGregor, karate McGregor. Every fucking fight he has, and I think it's just because of his following and everything, everyone says this is the best Every version. time. The best version of Conor McGregor. Have you seen how he looks? Dude, he's fucking Jack. Every fucking fight, best version of Conor McGregor. B, I'm not shitting on your take because I know you've probably been seeing that and that's why you're saying that. But that's what everyone fucking says. I've never seen it. Every fight. Last fight I did. Everyone was like, saying, oh, he looks big. Oh, skinhead. Skinhead, skinhead Conor McGregor. McGregor. See what I mean? Scary. How many McGregors are there? Know. You know what I mean? It's like leg, leg check McGregor. But, that's this one now. But that is something he's proven over and over again. Second fight, Fair. rematch Conor McGregor. Like, this means the world to him. He's going to look good. I think he was already in great shape. For the first fight, I don't think much has changed in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And I think just a, a different mentality is going to come out. They were all, you know, huggy-lovey, promote my hot sauce, mm-hmm. dapping up before the fight. Connor's done with that shit. Yeah, that's something we didn't talk about. They've been chippy back and forth at each other. They've been Did a lot you chirping. see the tweet today? What did he say today? I mean, obviously, it was probably innocent, but Connor literally posted a screenshot of Instagram of it, will you accept this message from Dustin's wife? Oh fuck! He's and posted and posted on Twitter. I'm like, 
okay, he's entering, like, the realm of, like, family. Like, that's Dustin's wife now. And and I'm, that kind of pisses me off because I fuck with Dustin so hard. So much. God damn it. And I saw that he's tweet. He's been with her since fucking high school, bro. <laughs> You've seen them prom pictures. Bro, I saw the tweet. I was like, I'm fucking pissed off. Oh, that, hey, that, that cocky motherfucker's back. God damn it. Oh, yeah. No, fuck. he wants all the smoke. Fuck. I think Dustin was so dialed into the game plan he wanted. He was going to let Connor try to pick him apart. He's going to land the leg kicks. He's not going to check him. I can eat enough to, to take him out. Yeah. And he was dialed in. He was focused. Like, they were buddy-buddy. But Dustin's, like, a business guy. He goes, none of that. Whether you say, hey, F you, or whether you say, hey, good game, it's all the same to Dustin. I think Connor's like, I need a, I need something else out of him. I, I need to get under his skin. I need to do something. I need to disrespect well, this man. And that's and he what, did. And that's what Dustin said was the biggest X factor in their first fight. He said he was so fucking mad and furious at McGregor. He just wanted to fucking knock him out and fucking move on. And McGregor got in his head as he did that yeah. his whole first run. Right. So, it's don't disrespect Poirier's wife, man. I love that guy. She probably is gonna message him like, "Can't wait to see you on your fucking ass again." Yeah. They and it's funny is they're both kind of like good dudes as far as like family. You know what I mean? Same woman for well, fucking years. You know what I mean? Debatable. Debatable for Connor. Well, I'm sure Connor. We got like three. Yeah, three fucking assault charges. But. Anyway, whatever. But it's okay. I think it's time to get into the picks. I think it's time. I'll start. B, I, yeah, I know. We you, know who B's going with. Uh, Let's I'll, hear it. I'll start because I literally called this to a T last time. You I did. called fourth round. He did in the second. Yeah. I literally called the TKO fourth round. Yeah, you okay. did. Um, with my man, Dustin. And for the future of everything good, Dustin, I'm so sorry. <gasps> what? Oh my no. fuck! Oh, no. I'm really? So, I'm so sorry, Dustin. Oh, dude, this hurts. The diamond has is is gonna go down as probably my favorite fighter of all time. But the greats do not lose twice. I think wow. Connor's gonna go in and beat the dog shit out of him. You, you're wow. like looking up like at the lights right now, like you're speaking to him right now. Are we serious? I just want like apologize as well. Like, yeah, because that's my dog. Wow. That is. Uh, I think these are I'm both our dogs. Fucking I think Connor. I think Connor beats the shit out of him, dude. Beats the fucking piss out of him, huh? Like the first round, similar to the first round, but like keeps it going. Nasty, just nasty. Doesn't fucking let up. And, oh my god, and, I'm, I'm seeing it, bro. And I want at the end of this year, I'm gonna just say it because I want so bad a Connor McGregor, Charles Oliveira, oh fuck, end of the year December card. Oh fuck, fuck. See why? What round? Second. Early. TKO. Just fucking end Second. TKO. McGregor just goes back to the corner, just fucking ready. Oh my god, B. Okay, see why? That fucking rattled me. I'm... Um, I didn't know. I mean, (laughs) talking through this fight and really trying to get, like, a very educated guess on this. Here's my thing. I, I like Connor. I really do. And I like Dustin too. You can't not like either of those guys. I mean, I guess you can hate Connor, but I've always rooted for Connor. I've always wanted him to win. I was big on Connor last fight. Yeah, you were. I thought he was in a fucking walk through Diamond. And I'm on Diamond. Yeah. And the reason I'm on Poirier is because Connor lost the best thing he had going for him against Poirier in the last fight. And that was the intimidation factor that I can knock this motherfucker out at any moment. And Dustin doesn't feel that anymore. Dustin doesn't feel like this motherfucker can knock me out. 
because I just went toe to toe and took everything that first round and it went exactly how I wanted it to go. Now, nothing you do or say fucking scares me because I know I can beat the fuck out of you at your game. So, (gasps) Dustin, I'm going to give it, I'm going to say Connor throws his best effort at it. And I say Dustin goes, beats him in the fourth round. I'm going to say Tico in the fourth round. I'm going to fist bump you for that because I won't even, I won't be mad. Like, and I won't be mad if Connor finishes in the second round. I can see that too. But I think the, confidence that Poirier is going into this fight is better than any fight he's going to in his life. And I think he's he he knows in his heart he's the better fighter. He truly believes it, I think, now. Whereas there's probably some doubt last time. Mm-hmm. He got knocked out by him. Now he's like, I he truly believes like and that's why he won to run it back the third time. He's like, I know I can beat him. It's a money fight. He goes, he, I can beat he him. Tur- he turned down a belt. Yeah. Ball of area. That was yeah very out there that hey you can fight for the belt it's, or you can fight Conor it's a McGregor. legacy it's a legacy thing and he'll go get his belt or try to get a belt but I'm gonna take Dustin hell yeah alright that's tight so it's 1-1 going to K. Morris I'm gonna do a quote as well oof you did a quote earlier and um, it's from one of these fighters and they said you can have all the money in the world but you can't buy heart and I got all that shit <laughs> Oh, my God. You are not going Dustin. Dustin Poirier, by submission, third round. Holy wow. shit. Did the tables just completely turn? Just complete this? opposite picks of what we did last yes. time? Yes. Which scares me. That scares, it scares <laughs> me, too. Dustin Poirier, third round submission. Um, we saw it in a little bit in that first round, right? We saw Dustin. He was getting boxed up a little bit. He went to his ground game. He, he wrestled Connor a little bit. Connor was able to get up, mm-hmm. so good on Connor. Um, but I think Dustin's ground game is very underrated. I think it's very underrated. He's a black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Um, and I think that's going to be a very big X factor here. I don't know. I'm with you guys. I think McGregor's going to give him everything he can handle. But I think at the end of the day, that will be that's going to be a big factor. And I don't know why I feel that way, but there's something about Poirier, and I've seen some of the training videos, He's fucking good on the ground, man. I mean, he went Khabib four rounds. Connor did too. I mean, there's. I'm not saying Connor's a slouch on there, but I definitely see that being a route to victory. Well, the X factor too is how big Dustin walks around and how big he fights at. One seventy five. Yeah, twenty pounds. So I mean, I mean, Connor is a bigger dude too. Of course, he's five one seventy. Yeah, he's no slouch. But I mean, that power on the ground when you're that good of a jiu-jitsu artist, like it's got to play some kind of factor into it. Odds. We didn't go over the odds, but the odds are. Poirier it's at pretty one, much even. 125, McGregor 105. It's, it, it's a pick Eventually, almost. I'm sure McGregor will be the favorite just because yeah, most, the money will come in on most casual fans will vote for him. Um, and I'll be honest with you guys, I've voted, you know, Instagram polls where it's like McGregor, Dustin. I've gone back and forth on like every other poll I've seen. You know I, what? I've voted. Connor multiple times. I've voted Dustin multiple times. You know what I bet I love here, though, is I do like the over. Yeah. I really like the over in this fight. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to go. Well, and here's what you'll say is, McGregor loses what was that second or third round submission by Diaz last time or his last loss you could say in that one he rematches him they go decision right I think that could be a similar factor I, Whereas, I agree. but I thought that was gonna happen last time I predicted last time McGregor by decision right so that's what I thought last time I think late sub Dustin now wow there it is there it is so I'm kind of I'm kind of rattled so which like, leaves the division in a whirlwind Obviously, yeah. I don't even think we. Fight. 
fuck. I mean, do we even get to? Do we want to break down this? Division? We have to wait I to see what happens. Wait, just give we, me, just give me. You obviously think Dustin Oliveira. Yeah, Dustin Oliveira. I think and Connor, then you think Connor takes some time off. I think Connor's done. Yeah, which he well, might if be. he loses, yeah. with my prediction, I think I think he'll 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 hang it up. I can see that. I I just don't think it's worth him for him anymore. He's made plenty of money. He's 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 done what he's needed to do for the division. UFC fighter pay. I mean, it's not great, but he's he's helped it. He's pushed it forward billions of years. Um, and I think Dustin goes to fight Oliveria, and I think he beats Oliveria. That's wow. that's my official prediction for the rest of the division. Wow. I picked Oliveria to have the belt in the year, so I think Dustin wins this fight, loses Oliveria. Um. Well, Connor, <laughs> Oliveira. Uh, Same I think. Name. I think. Uh, I don't think Connor beat wins that fight mm. like in any means. But if he does, that might be the only way he gets Khabib out. I think oh, either of the, I think wow. either of those honestly could break Khabib out. I really do. I think I think I think, I think Khabib, Khabib might want to fight Oliveira. Have to come for the. the I winner. think Khabib's done, dude. Yeah. Should, should we leave him alone? Leave him alone. Should we leave stop talking alone. about him? Yeah. I, I'm gonna give you yeah. probably more. When we know the decision, when we you know do the recap, I'm gonna give you a little bit more because then obviously we'll when we talk we'll know what's up. We'll talk about that. let's talk about the division once we get to some more information after this weekend. After the recap, for we're this. gonna get into this. Yeah, we will. We will. Oh so, damn! There it is. Yeah, I mean, fuck! What a card. Two sixty four is gonna be absolutely crazy. Saturday night, guys, in Vegas, T-Mobile Arena. You got McGregor. It's no time. Exactly. Um, quick shout out to my guys spinning back picks over on Instagram. Um, number one MMA capper in my opinion right now. Him and I have been going back and forth on some picks. Really like it, guys. Definitely give him a follow. Um, help him out on the Instagram and um, win some money this weekend because that's the ultimate goal when we talk picks and um, predictions for us. So just give him a follow. We'll throw some polls out there. I want to hear you guys pick um, throughout this card. We'll throw them out there this weekend for you guys to uh, comment on and make some picks. But um, wow, we're here. <laughs> Well, that went fucking longer than expected. So we're going to wrap up episode one. We're going to shoot you guys another episode here in a second. Um, but what a talk for UFC. Can't get over it. Um, that's how excited we are. This is one of the best cards we've had in a while. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Like I said, participate on our Instagram. We're going to throw you guys a lot of polls, a lot of questions. We want to see you guys' picks. K-Morg will also post his picks for every fight like he's been doing. Um, so get your bookies number on speed dial, baby, because we're rolling. Um, that's TD Podcast. Episode one, we're out.